it happened in the most amazing way. I was laying in my bed and just pretty much naked. Looking at my phone, I had been communicating with someone on a web dating website and uh, very much sexy talk, just talking about all kinds of things. And then all of a sudden, this most amazing, gorgeous, perfected penis I'd ever seen in my life came across the screen. I immediately just started touching myself because it was so erotic. It was so amazing. It was the first time it had ever happened to me. I was feeling flushed, hot, and thinking, I want him here with me. And this is when I started being single. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity on livingsexyradio.com. There's this dating world out there on websites where you can enjoy some penis pics and enjoy a great evening together. Together with the, the pictures of the of the manhood. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, Gorgeous when, manhood. when you talk about enjoying an evening, what are you talking about? Oh, full-blown masturbation at that point. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because it was just the visual. Um, he'd sent me probably four or five in a row, and uh, I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't ashamed. I felt very comfortable and uh, just kind of had this uh, vision in my head or this idea, if this guy was here, I mean, I would just be all over it as much as I could because it was really that hot. Well, tonight on Living Sexy Radio, it's why are you single? And maybe it's because of fun things like that that happen in your bedroom when you're looking at those uh, fun uh, messages on your phone or computer that have various sexy pictures in them. But there may be a reason that you're single that you really don't want to be single, right? And uh, that's uh, that's another thing for tonight. This is Electric. Blackjack is here. We have uh, Chastity and we have G-Spot as well as Keith Kong all in the studio later on tonight. Dr. Ken will be joining us. We'll also have a special guest, Just Victor. Victoria. She's a blogger and uh, a single woman that has been through a lot in her day. She's got lots of stories to share tonight. It's going to be very interesting to talk to her. And then another lady who's been through it uh, in the singles world, and that is a girl by the name of Marcy. And we've had Marcy on the show before. Uh, She happens to run a waxing service, but she is a single mom. She's, uh, you know, uh, you know, ha- had the story to tell about, uh, you know, been there, done that in the singles world. So we'll have her in the second hour as well. Sexy artist, Lessia Carey is coming up. Conversations galore with uh, Mr. Kong. Great city today. Uh, one of my favorite cities I used to visit quite often. We'll tell you a little bit more in a bit. But you can follow us at Living Sexy Radio. Because when you follow us, we'll follow you back. Follow us on Facebook as well. We are Living Sexy Radio. Living Sexy on Instagram. Living Sexy on Pinterest. And, of course, we're on Google Plus as well. Does anyone uh, use uh, Google Plus? I do. It's fun. I looked at it about a two, two, three days ago. Maybe. Starting, to come, starting to come around a little bit more than it was. And so. you guys post a lot. Yeah, yeah. We post a little bit on there. And there's a movie out in the theaters now, guys. I don't know if you were uh, had an opportunity to go see it yet. It's called How to Be Single. Uh, it may not be a real good uh 
thing to watch to get good advice, but it may be a good movie to watch to get bad advice. <laughs> Have you um, seen it? I've seen it. Uh, I went and watched it uh, over the weekend. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, here's a little bit of it. I'm on a one-night stand. What about the guy over there? No, he's too young. I'm Ken. Is this one of those fetish things where you're like a foot fetish? Am I the foot? Do you want to be the foot? <laughs> so in that particular scene, she meets this older woman who's a doctor, meets uh, a very much younger guy at a Christmas mixer party and he is just enamored with her you know and it's just, and he's really being genuine and she has just been art artificially inseminated because she didn't want to have a boyfriend she wanted to live a single life forever and just have a kid without the necessary connections to having a guy well so much for that plan because this guy was all over her and so sometimes the best laid plans right guys yeah i'm gonna Literally. be i'm gonna be single and then, sure enough, well, who, I remember who shows up, right? uh, you used to think that you were going to not have kids, right? Sometimes you change, though. Yeah, I didn't. Ac I actually planned not to have kids because I I had my reasons behind it, and I they were very logical, you know, where the world was going kind of reasons, and I just didn't care to bring them into a situation that could potentially be painful to them. Well, sometimes nature runs its own course. And I'm oh, very blessed. Nature got involved. And pleased. Well, it was probably a little bit more lust. <laughs> well, that's nature. Actually, I'm I mean, touching it's myself just yeah. thinking about it. I think, it. was there a man and, and it didn't have something to do with sex? And yeah. There were a couple of them. Yeah, because I think that's what I remember in school. And you know the oh, fun you made thing? babies. I, I went black and then I went back. Oh, you went back? Yes. Okay. Yes, because my son is paler than me. Well, you're a woman of variety. I always am, yes. So being single is sometimes a good thing, right? Because we have this time that we like to spend between relationships. And the time that we spend between relationships, we're actually supposed to be doing something beneficial to, for ourselves, right? Not feeling sorry, not pouting, not crying, not worrying. But it ends up, for me anyway, the time between relationships seems to be the time that you do all of that stuff. Instead of getting better, you get worse, you guys find that to be the case? I actually find my attached things are the ones that are in between my single days. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm good with that. So it doesn't feel like there's something missing. And I actually am kind of rejoicing because I got rid of that baggage. And it was really not working out so well. And it was kind of dragging me down. But I did like the sex availability of it. So G-Spot. Uh, yes. What do you think about the uh, single life that you're living? Um, I'm actually enjoying it right now. It's it's a perfect time for me. Um, you know, I'm a little older now. I know exactly what I want and uh, haven't seemed to meet that person. So I'm okay with it. What is it you want? I, I really don't know yet. I'm trying to figure it out. I thought you said you knew what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes, I, you did. I, I heard I, that. I think, I think you just changed your mind mid-sentence. No, because, wow. no, you know, I, I think it's just, it comes to me. Like, I, I don't go looking for it. Um, my last boyfriend, you know, it was at a nightclub, and I just knew the way he was moving and dancing that we were going to connect. And we connected for, you know, off and on for six years. And, you know, I didn't expect it. So I, I know what I'm looking for in a sense of, you know, physical I do know, but it's it, there's a, a chemistry that has to be there for me. It well, really does. Always has to be chemistry. I mean, if you well, not always because some, some people don't do the chemistry because they're maybe they're not as sexual or maybe they're not as uh, you know in tune to that. Or maybe they're a gold digger. Well, no, uh, 
yeah, but even gold diggers like to be attracted to the person no. that oh, digging that way. Necessarily not at all, actually, because it's competition and they want to win. I think there has to be something going on. I don't know. Yeah, but I like I'm, being single. Look at some of these in the past. Keith Kong's in a studio. Hey, Keith. So you're a single guy, although you've been with your girlfriend for a while, right? So because you're real connected with your your girl, and she's a wonderful, wonderful girl. But would you say that, uh, do you still feel like a single guy? I mean, do you feel like a guy that uh, still has that that aura about you? Or do you prefer to think of yourself as a committed man and, and you're more like, a, like almost like a married man, really? I think the best thing is actually in between because yeah. that's when you get the most attention. It's like when you're not looking, it seems to be the time where it always finds you. And when, for a man at least, when he's just been in a relationship and he's not looking for other women or anything like that because he's happy, he's just found this one, that other girl, first of all, gives that guy value, but also the fact that he's not looking, that draws women towards him as well because they want to know why isn't he looking at me, why aren't I getting the attention? It's because he's already happy and then you want to kind of move in on that, so... It's kind of interesting the way that works. Um, when you're not looking, it comes to you. Now, that's a good point, Keith, because I found that sometimes when I wasn't looking for uh, things like, uh, I don't know, doing a worldwide radio show about sex and how to be sexy, and then all of a sudden happens. So I think you're, I agree. I think sometimes the best experiences, even with, even when, when you're not talking about a relationship, I think come um, when you're not really, uh, not really looking. What do you think, Trick? Yeah, I think when you look for something, sometimes you're, you know, you, you work too hard at it and you miss the opportunities that are there. You know, you, you get your you kind of have a laser focus, you've got this vision and you're looking in one direction and there's all kinds of stuff going on in the periphery, right? There's a lot of things going on around you and you're oblivious to it. You don't even know what's going on. You didn't know that that guy was looking at you at the grocery store. You you you, you didn't catch the fact that, you know, when you were uh, in, in the in the drive-through at McDonald's that uh, the guy behind you was honking his horn and waving at you uh, because you were oblivious to it due to the fact that you were too busy looking at Tinder. On your cell phone to pay attention to anything else. But Swipe right or left. Yeah. yeah, and at the same time, I wouldn't say do nothing. Don't just sit there and wait for an opportunity to fall in your lap. So it's kind of a, a balance. You still want to make yourself presentable and sure. stuff. Set yourself up for that opportunity. Yeah, the best way to find somebody is to sit at home and watch television uh, and uh, not ever uh, go anywhere. Uh, I think that's probably the best advice I could possibly give for staying single, isn't it, Keith? Yeah. That's why he isn't, because he's out all the time. Yeah, you got to get out of the house. Yeah. yeah. I like per- the grocery percolate. store. You know, the grocery store is a good place to go. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff happening in the grocery store. Yeah, I've met a lot of people in the grocery store, but it doesn't always go anywhere. I don't think that there's enough time for you to really develop, a, you know, I don't no, know. No, you always get to the me. checkout line. I mean, I, every time I go, I always well, no, get to I the have checkout the, line. I have the significant conversation, but that's it. I don't see that person anymore. Oh, I get you. Yeah. But, yeah. I've even exchanged a phone number. And you like, have? Yeah, but I don't call. They have to call me. Hmm. Yeah. So being single is uh, sometimes a choice, but a lot of times it's not. And in uh, later segments of the show, we're going to give you the step-by-step guides from the gurus in the marketplace about how to find a, a guaranteed girlfriend or how to find a, a, a man. It'd be like a man magnet if you're, if you're looking for men. 
I think this is a good idea. This is a good show tonight. Uh, if you want to get involved, you can uh, give us a, a Skype at Living Sexy, a phone call at 866-GET-SEXY, or if you want to send smoke signals, I believe Keith is out there monitoring the skies now. If you're happily single and uh, you want to tell us about it, call 866-GET-SEXY. We want to hear about the happy single people. In the next hour, we're going to talk about the unhappy single people. Maybe have them call. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you, pretending to be shy. I don't think it can be too big. <laughs> well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couple Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couple Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couple Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me. 1490 WWPR, serving the Tampa Bay area. You know, I love that station because they take chances. A lot of times in the radio biz... Not enough chances are taken. We appreciate when people think outside the box and well, want to try to make... Well, go ahead. You know what Stevie Winwood said? If you see a chance, take it. Find romance, make it. Thank you, Mr. Oldies. Now, like I was saying, <laughs> in the radio biz, they've kind of fallen behind, haven't they, Trick? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, the thing is, is it's run by the, the old guard. And the, the ultra-conservative, I'm afraid of my shadow type of people in most cases. But I'll tell you, WWPR uh, in uh, Sarasota, Bradenton, Tampa Bay, uh, they are taking chances, and they are uh, loving Living Sexy Radio. All week next week, Living Sexy is live on WWPR. It's going to be exciting stuff. So stay tuned, as they say. Now, I'm looking at an ad on your computer that is yes. of, uh, that is of a, a, it's supposedly mm-hmm. a spiral-cut ham. It is a beautiful spiral-cut ham. And let me read you the, uh, the beautiful ad I received in my email today. One feast, two feast, sweet feast, you feast. Join Honey Baked as we read across America and celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday. And there's Dr. Seuss, uh, cat in the hat, holding up a wonderful ham. And it says, uh, get a free copy of Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss when you purchase a ham and cheesecake sampler combo. All right, now let me run with this for a few minutes. I happen to be a fan of, uh, of the female vulva. I like vulva. You know how they have different kinds of vulva, right? You got your innies, and you got your outies, and you got your little meaty parts. And, and then sometimes... Uh, you know, you have women who get these vulvectomies where they don't want the big vulva. They want it to look like those porn stars where it's just a little slit. And tight. They want it tight. I'm not even talking about the inside. Yeah, but they don't like the loose, floppy look. They don't want the meaty parts. And, you know, when you're snacking down there, like I like to do, mm-hmm. you want your meaty parts. You want to kind of 
kind of nibble on them a little bit. You want to have some fun, okay? So I'm into uh, I'm into that type of thing, uh, but I'm looking at this ham. Yeah, what has this all got to do with this wonderful ad I received from Honey? Because <laughs> it looks ham. like an Italian girl's vagina. I mean, it is loaded with meaty goodness. It doesn't look like spiral cut. It's got lips on either side. It's got what appears to be a clitoris. There yeah. seems to be a dark hole of magic at the bottom, yep. but it's supposed to be a ham. Yep. Uh, somebody put the ham, the picture of the ham, in this ad. And you would imagine that somebody in the marketing department at Honey Baked immediately would have identified it as a vagina. No, I don't think they think like I do or you do. Well, wait a minute. No, no, I, I, I really I, don't. Everybody I've shown this picture today. Yeah, but we're all alike. This is subliminal. Listen to me. This is subliminal <laughs> advertising. Absolutely. Okay? What, are you going to have sex with Dr. Seuss? It was they, designed to look like when that. When you look, it even has the clamshell shape around it. No honey-baked <laughs> ham looks like a clamshell. It really is incredible. Yeah, it's an so artist's rendering. This is a pink vagina, yeah. and they are trying to sell you vagina. And they're not trying to sell you a ham. G Spot, it's time for <laughs> Gooey Gossip. How are you tonight, G Spot? And I promise I was not the model for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. What an interesting little well, story. I'll tell you that what, was. we're going to tweet that out right now, that picture. Uh, while you do your... That's a G-rated picture. Yeah, while you do your nice... Uh, You'll put it on guys. Facebook and so, somebody will uh, call you Matter out of on fact, it. Matter of fact, I think we're going to post this on our Facebook page as well. <laughs> it's a ham ad. Come on, take it up with Honey Baked if you don't like it. Well, listen, we have some really good gooey gossip. Yes, and of course, me. Oh, Rihanna. Miss Rihanna, who we uh, thought a couple of weeks ago was singing up on stage with a little poundage on her. Me and Blackjack, we thought it I was I thought her. it was a heavy or pregnant Rihanna, but it turns out to be a totally different singer. Yeah, it was totally different. That, that girl could sing. She had a great voice. But I kept thinking, wow, that's Rihanna. She's gained a lot of weight. What's wrong with her? But uh, in, this, in this video that's out with uh, Drake, and the video is called Work, there is no poundage on Miss Rihanna. She is actually uh, amazingly hot. And in this video... And I guess it's kind of an NSFW deal. Isn't it, well, what's really nice about it is, number one... I like a video that has uh, the closed captioning at the bottom so you can understand what Rihanna's actually saying. Yeah, uh, there's this is no words. Cool. I mean, it doesn't even. What is she saying? But well, no, no, no. Look, look. Watch, watch her sing, and then watch the little, uh, the little uh, closed captioning. Yeah, this is good. I, it says, "You know, I dealt with Nobody you righteous." You 
Okay, you took my heart on my sleeve for decoration, I guess was the last line. Now, did you understand any of that? I absolutely did not. I need translation. But I will tell you this. um, That video is interesting because in the beginning, it's very Jamaica-influenced. So you're watching how Jamaicans dance, apparently, in their culture, because I've been told this is how they dance. And it literally looks like they're going at it full-blown sex on the floor. Um, you know, the clothes are on, they're on, but then all of a sudden halfway in this video, it goes to like a pause and then it's reloading in the video and it shows just Drake and Rihanna. And here's a big surprise to everybody. You see her boobies. Can you say boobies? <laughs> Full blown. You can see right through the shirt and it's amazing. And she just has one of these knockout bodies that the only thing I'm looking at when she's dancing in front of the camera up close is just those that's all i see i don't even hear her singing you are mesmerized by her boobs mesmerized by those boobs well i i felt the same way uh, and i was actually mesmerized by her movement she had this very erotic uh, type of a body slithery snaky kind of a thingy going on and i was thinking man that is that is pretty hot and i'd like to ask her why is she always single She's with someone, she breaks up. With someone, she breaks up. Um, single. You single. Know why? Single. I think she's probably crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might work. Well, talking about crazy, to these Jenners and these Kardashians, they're a little crazy. Apparently, uh, Miss Chris Jenner went to the iHeartRadio three days ago. I think that was the day that they had these awards. And she was there to give a little bit of kudos to Culture Club and which we all know is Boy George, and she walks out on stage. Now, I don't know why this woman got booed, other than when she stepped up on the stage, you couldn't even hear what she was saying. They were booing her so I loud. I think it's because she had better makeup than Boy George. You uh, know, and they got a no, little offended. <laughs> I don't even think Boy George really cared. But I do know that the whole audience, entire audience, it sounded like every single person was booing her. And we don't yeah. know why, because you can't even hear it. I can't figure it out even what I she think said, I know, the no, booing was so I loud. think I know what it was. I remember seeing a story a while back that one of those Kardashians was going to do a sex change to a man. And I think... She changed her name to Lou, and they were going, Lou. Oh, Lou. no. Right, Lou Jenner. So no. Chris has become Lou. <laughs> yeah. I think she even might have had no, a schmeckle put not, on. No, no, you're mixing that up. See, it was actually the, the, the guy that yeah. got the sex change to turn into a female, see? Wonder which yeah, one's but I harder. think they were going to do a reciprocal agreement or something was on. Well, she did kind of like look, he was she, going to become the woman you know and she would become Lou. Well, you, maybe you, they were going to like switch parts. I think you're onto something because she had like on this ominous looking hat in a black suit, and and boy George looks nothing like that because I've seen him up close. He does not look like. So that she was black. dressed like a man, is what you're trying yeah, to tell me? Yeah, she was actually. Yeah. Well, maybe they booed her because she silenced Kanye because last time we actually talked about his Twitter rants and stuff. And since then, she's hired a PR firm to make him stop because it's she's afraid it's ruining the Kardashian brand. What did he say? Oh, he was just everything going on he rant. says is stupid. Well, first of all, he's running a, a GoFundMe where a fan is doing it. Let me just make this clear: it's a GoFundMe where he's saying he's fifty million dollars in debt, and this fan started raising money. So far, by the way, I looked at it just today; they've already raised ten thousand dollars now. Let me just for say Kanye West. for Kanye West. I mean, it's just insanity, <laughs> and it, it really is, in my opinion, it's just. Over I like the top. I like watching Kanye West, and here's why: 
It's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. Okay, but here is the true scoop. This is a business investment. He funded his business. He's looking for investors. So you're not just putting money into his bank account. You're becoming an investor in he, his business. He came right out and said it was he's in debt. Well, That's every business owner is in debt, yeah. <laughs> okay? Every business owner spends his own money to start his business, okay? He can just That's borrow from his wife. Oh, She's worth God a lot sakes. of money. He's got plenty of residual income from his crappy music over exactly, the last Exactly, which years. I can't stand. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, enough about the Jenners, <laughs> the Kardashians. What? Let me ask you something. Why does everyone hate on poor Kanye so much? Because he's an idiot. He, he, but I don't even think he even understands what an idiot he is. He kind of feels sorry for the guy. I have bit. never felt sorry for him a day everyone in my life, likes and to I bang never will. What, Keith, what, why does everyone like to bang on Kanye? What, what, is, what is that about? Is that a phenomenon? Is that a cultural phenomenon? Let's take a crap on the artist or what? I think he's just very narcissistic. He is, and but he's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, but... Because he's over the top. Like, my best friend is a huge Kanye fan. He was there at Madison Square Garden when he released his latest album. I think it's called, like, Life of Pablo or something. I don't know where he gets this stuff. But the the fact that he's selling these Yeezys and stuff like that, these $1,000 pieces of clothing that don't look special at all. And I don't know. It's just... Yeah, but they all do that. But everyone pounds on him. That's the funny thing. He says things that are so... Ridiculous. Yeah, but Donald Trump's doing that, no, and he's winning no. the whole I, I would Republican like to put them both in the same room. You cannot possibly compare oh, those. Those oh, no. guys are so close; <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay. They, they both think that their crap now don't to switch, stink. Let's switch gears uh, on oh, something yes. kind of fun, yes, tell fun, me. fun, tell fun. Me fun. Me okay, enough okay, of that. Of that. Um, well, you know, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I have because you know you watch these movies now, especially because I remember when you couldn't even watch a sex scene. You know, maybe a little bit of kissing here and there and groping, but. Actually, you know, when these actresses are in the moment and they're going full-blown sex, you know, where they're naked, yep. naked, naked yeah. you know, and now, you know, some people say they have underwear on, they have this, whatever. But I always wondered, how did they get prepared for that moment? Because, you know, you got to turn it on just like you're doing a scene and talking to somebody. So nonetheless, you know, we all love a good movie sex scene. I, I know I do. Um, but the actresses, actors necessarily do not. And for an example, Jennifer Lawrence, she had to get really, really drunk in this sci-fi drama called Passengers. She got so drunk that she got up the next day, she couldn't remember what she did. She had no idea what she did on Whoops. film. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so th- in order to be able to get through the sex scenes, they're doing God knows what, basically, these actresses. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's just, you know, she tells her story of how she's reliving this this moment, and she just can't remember. So this is one that just got totally sloshed sometimes, and drunk and, and had a, a massive sex, apparently, on camera. Sometimes you actually do have to have sex to make it believable. I mean, there are times where actors will actually go at it. Not just dry humping, as they call it, but actually going full bore. Well, I mean, I don't see how, like, if you're doing a really in- creative scene and there's a lot of them out there and you're getting in the moment, I don't know how you couldn't get a boner, or get, you know, a turned on or, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're going to do it. How can the guy control it? Well, now you know what happened with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie when they did that Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh. Nobody before them had ever done that. They were... Both married, I think, at the time, yes, and they, they did those scenes, and they and they're such good actors. 
that yeah. they got into it and they fell in love and they're still together. It's really amazing. And the you last know? one is Emma Stone, and we'll we'll end with gooey gossip. But Emma Stone, she literally when she was filming, and this was when she was younger and she was doing a fake scene of sex, and it was for a teen drama, and she went into anxiety that turned into asthma. To where they literally <laughs> had to come over and oh the, uh, the ambulance, everybody was called Jeez. because she had an asthma attack because of the anxiety of doing that scene. Well, now she says even older, she now, like even when she's getting ready for the moment to do a scene like that, she's so scared because she thinks she's going to have another asthma attack. So she just, she flips out again. But, you know, so far we're good with uh, Emma Stone. It's crazy that we're talking about this and how it's, these actresses and actors freaking out about these scenes and the original couple on TV that was shown in bed together and it caused a huge freak out amongst the public. Do you know who that couple was? It was actually the Flintstones. The what? Flintstones. Really? Were, the Flintstones yeah. slept in the same bed? Fred and Wilma. They showed them in the same bed, a cartoon and Everyone freaked out. Was the blanket going up and down? Is that what it was doing? No, no. I don't think they were having sex with the dinosaur or anything. I I didn't say the dinosaur. I said I know you. I know the way your mind works. That's no, you do not. Fourteen ninety. Yeah. I was actually thinking that. Fourteen ninety WWPR. This is Living Sexy Radio. Also, at LivingSexyRadio.com, follow us on Twitter, at LivingSexyRadio. 866-GET-SEXY. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Since you're running out of time, what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. This is Jack. And this is Trick, your hosts on Living Sexy Radio. You know, being healthy is a key component to being sexy. Over the past couple of years, though, I've put on a few pounds. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. I've been trying to lose weight, been on every fad diet that comes along, but diets just don't work. You know they don't, and you're not the only one. We were recently introduced to a life-changing and lifestyle-changing way of eating. It turns your metabolism from fat-storing to fat-burning. It's called the Metabolic System from Living Young. And it's the first and only system that corrects the metabolism. My body is now burning fat 24 hours a day. Jack and I are also changing our lives with a nitric oxide activator. It turns back the clock by increasing blood flow to every organ, including down in my nethers. It's all about increasing nitric oxide levels. The research won the Nobel Prize. And it's making a huge difference for me. Me too. We'd love for you to join us. It's easy. Just go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the big blue butterfly. We'll keep you updated on our progress on Living Sexy Radio, and we're excited to share your success stories too. Hi, it's Dante from Living Young. I'll be your coach helping you every day as you change your life. Choose a healthier, sexier lifestyle with the metabolic system. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click the big blue butterfly now. Taking your life to a very sexy place. 
It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. Electric here, Blackjack, Chastity, G-Spot, Keith Kong all in the studio. Dr. Ken will be joining us in a little while as well as we talk about why are you still single. Thank you to Premier Couples Superstore. They take you where you want to go at premiercouples.net. Living young, the metabolic system. Well, Jack and I are uh, losing weight, feeling better, changing our kind of our whole body makeup, aren't we, Jack? Uh, turning ourselves into better, more energetic peeps. And if you want to get involved with the Living Young system, easy to do. Just click on the big blue butterfly on our website at livingsexyradio.com. Also want to thank Las Vegas. What happens here stays here. And I want to thank the official uh, vodka of Living Sexy, and that's Tito's Vodka. Tito's Vodka, of course, uh, really, really likes what we're doing. And we really like the way Tito's handcrafts their vodka. And it's not only the most delicious vodka that you'll ever have. It is gluten Free and I know that's a big issue with that some is. folks. It's it's a, it's it's a vodka unlike any other, and I drink it because it doesn't upset my stomach. I never feel sick at all about it at all. You know, it's just it's just so smooth. It's 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 a, it's an unlike vodka vodka, uh, even though it tastes incredible and it is vodka. It doesn't have the negative side effects, I guess you could say. That's the best way to put it. Well, I drink it all the time. So I'll let you know also it's one of the best as far as lower carbs, lower sugars, lower calorie, everything around the board. So it's really a good diet type of drink to have. So We have a beautiful uh, and amazing person on the Living Sexy line tonight. That's none other than... uh, just Victoria, although she's not any Victoria. Uh, <laughs> she is one of the most uh, audacious bloggers out there, talking about single life, talking about the ups and downs and all arounds. Hello, uh, hello, Victoria. Hi, guys. How are you? We miss you. We miss seeing you. We hope to have you in studio soon. Oh, I miss you, too. I'm glad to be here tonight. So you're the one that we see writing all of this stuff in your blog uh, and, uh, you know, in all your social media about the trials and tribulations of life as a single woman in this world. Yep. And we had to have you on tonight's show because we're asking the question, why are you still single? So I'm going to ask you, why are you still single? <laughs> well, I have a confession to make. Um, I was single, but two weeks ago I stopped being single. <laughs> well, well, wait a minute now. You're dating? I'm dating. One person? One person. I didn't see this on Facebook. No, I didn't Ms. see Victoria. it Because <laughs> I'm kind of private about that. But, yeah. Um, Wait a I minute. How could, how, could you be pri- how could you be private? You're, you're a blogger. You're supposed to, everything's supposed to be on the table with bloggers, right? <laughs> Tell well, us about yeah. it. Well, it's only been two weeks, so I don't want to curse it or jinx it or anything. So, right now, I'm keeping it private. But, yeah, I finally broke the what is it like 17 years curse of dating lightly and not getting into any serious relationships 17 years of that well well tell us about that experience in 17 years of uh of just dating lightly as you called it well the reason why i was single for so long is because you know i got out of a a bad marriage and then i was raising two little girls so i kind of focused just on that 
And after you do that for a certain amount of years, you kind of turn into a robot and you forget how to be a woman. You turn into just a mother. And um, after maybe like seven years ago, I decided to finally like, okay, my kids are old enough. Let me just get into um, back into dating again. And I dated one person and that didn't go well either. And um, I took a break again for several years until I actually learned more about myself. Once I figured out myself, once I was happy being alone and being with me, then I think I was ready to finally meet the right person and start dating correctly. So you discovered you. Yes, that's the key. And so in the process that you went through, how can somebody fast track this? Because I think 17 years for the average girl to stay single, probably a little bit longer than most women would be able to commit to that process. How do we fast track what you've been through in this, in this 17 years? I think the problem with a lot of people nowadays and with dating is since social media and dating sites has made it so accessible, it's like going to a candy shop and trying on a new flavor. But um, what people need to do is take a step back and stop thinking about the instant gratification and start looking into themselves. If you find yourself dating the same wrong person every single time, you got to stop blaming the guys or the girls. You got to start blaming yourself. Why am I picking the same kind of people? I, so you got to look internally and say, something's wrong with me. I love the candy jar. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I like a lot of different kinds of candies in that jar. And that's perfectly fine because, I mean, you can date and there's nothing wrong with being single and dating. But, you know, then there's people that date and constantly complain that they're single and that they keep dating the wrong person. Those are the ones I try to fix. Yeah, because, um, you know, you could take any situation you're in and it could either be a real positive or a negative by, by the way you look at it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I'm, I wrote a blog a couple months ago about that no breakup or end of a relationship is a bad thing, is a negative thing. Now, it's only negative if you didn't learn anything from it. But if you learn something from it and move on to the next relationship with more knowledge of what you want in your life, what you don't want, what you can handle, what you can't, then you've learned something and that makes it a positive. So I guess my one-night stands don't count. Hey, one-night stands are fun. Oh, good. (laughs) I'm passing the test. Yes, well, yeah, you're a fan of the one night stand. Uh, tell us about uh, tell us about that. I'm a fan of the one night stand. You just said that, right? The f- one well, night stands I'm a fan are cool. I think anybody who wants to do any type of dating that makes them feel good, I think, is a positive thing. But I mean, is that you? Do you like that? Is that something that you've had experience and and like from time to time? The one night stand, just for the adventure of it, like, right? When I was younger, yeah, I tried it, but I don't get any satisfaction from a one night stand. I think it's boring and it's too much work. You know. <laughs> what, what do you mean by too much work? <laughs> It's just too much work. Like, you know, you've got to be ready for the one night stand all the time. You got to be perfect. And, you know, you got to go out knowing that you're going to have sex that night with somebody. We call that booty calls. Yeah, Yeah. booty calls. It's like too much work. But, Um, you know, the thing is, booty calls to me are more comfortable. I would think the one night stand in my my 20s and early 30s, I literally went to the club because I was horny. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good motivator, Chastity. Yeah. Uh, and it works because it was not difficult to find somebody to come home. 
or to take oh, no. go to their place. And you know, I I think maybe there's a little bit of excitement in in building up to go out for an evening of uh, debauchery. I think you you know you're putting on your good looking clothes and maybe you're. Uh, Maybe you're, you know, looking all sexy and you're, you're trying to attract somebody on a visceral and primal level, sure. right? It's pretty yeah. hot stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's better than just playing a round of golf or something, right? Or you could also have friends with benefits, you yeah. know, makes it more comfortable. And that yeah. way, I understand that point as well, because then you get to have a, a, a type of relationship with someone that's more fun and you get to know each other, right? And yeah. so... And then you can find each other's secret happy places and tickle them. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might even nibble a little bit. So I, there's something that's kind of eating me about this whole thing. Why? Because uh, I just said nibble? Yes, Victoria. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I can't imagine that over the course of those many years that you were single, that there wasn't somebody, there wasn't this person that just tripped your trigger that got you you know cooking that you your ears went up you know when they were around and you said man you know i i really dig this person and i think you know there may be something there and i and you how do you make a conscious decision to ignore that when opportunity knocks like that well, I didn't have much of a life in the beginning of, of being uh, newly divorced with two little girls. So I couldn't afford, you know, the babysitter and going out and all that stuff. So I really didn't focus on that. Yeah, but, but the grocery I, store, uh, you know, the, 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 the waiting in line at school to pick up the kids and your car. Uh, there's a lot of guys hanging around. Yeah, I just didn't pay attention to it at all. I, well, I think she's in mom mode. I mean, if you're in yeah. mom mode, you're not really thinking about really? the big schlong yeah, that's walking away. I turned into a or robot. Like sometimes yeah. I had to think about, oh my god, am I a robot or right. am I a human? Right, because then it becomes about the kids, and then you kind of lo- do you lose your sexuality? You you lo- you lose your sexy, right? You lose your sexy, but not your sexuality, because you always have your vibrators. So you know you're good to go on that. So you can get your release, but you're not having any of the sexy fun part. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. Well, I want to ask you a couple of things. We've dug up a couple of programs here, Uh uh, Victoria, that uh, we uh, think, according to what they advertise, are the end-all, end-all to find either a perfect girlfriend or a perfect boyfriend. One of them is called the Guaranteed Girlfriend Program, and it's uh, put out by a guy by the name of Adam Gillard. And he says that over the course of a 12-week period of time, he can train you as a man to be able to hone in your skill set and your focus so that you can find the perfect woman, and he guarantees it in 12 weeks. What do you think of such a program? I honestly don't believe in any of those step programs because when it comes to love, Love has no rules, you know, it's, um, it's chaotic, it's uh, unbound, it's something that happens sporadically, when it does, it does, when it doesn't, it doesn't. So um, even when I give people advice, people want to do what they want to do. So when I give people advice about, you know, maybe you should do this to find love or whatever, it's not going to work unless the person's in the right place, you know. Um, and I think rules aren't going to work unless, you know, it's something happens for you to meet that person. Now, if you're thinking of finding the right person for you to fall in love with and that be your soulmate, um, I doubt that could work. Maybe the step program will work if you just want to meet someone, you know? 
Hi, Victoria. Hi, this is Keith, Keith Kong. Kong. And I actually have to disagree. And the reason is there's guys out there that are clueless and they don't have any sense of direction. And these may be like the sweetest guys and make the best boyfriends, but without the right guidance, they'll never end up in that situation to meet their soulmates. And I don't believe that they should just wait for this love to find them and that opportunity to come. I think they should actually go out and make that opportunity. And programs like that can be, be very beneficial. And I don't, I'm not saying I've ever needed one, but I've seen it work for other people. Well, of course, yes. you've never needed well, one. Well, you're Keith Cog. Why would you need ah, something exactly. like that? I, mean, you know. well, I think the programs are good if it helps you figure out who you are, what you need to do, um, give you more confidence in the dating world. But to guarantee that you're going to find the love of your life by taking a 12-step program, I don't believe in that. You think it's overselling? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, there's another program out there called the Guy Magnet System. Now, this one doesn't make any guarantees, but it says it'll turn any woman into a guy magnet if uh, they go through this, uh, this program. Now, do you think that any girl can become a guy magnet, Victoria? Um, absolutely. All I have to do is show some cleavage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think, any girl, I think any girl and any guy with, the, uh, with a little tweaking could become something for someone. You know, because what we might find attractive in someone and unattractive in another, another person thinks that guy or that girl is like a beauty queen. Yeah, or, I agree with that. Um, like, for instance, you could uh, be in a situation... Where you're not trying to put out any sexy whatsoever. And some woman just comes up and uh, she could see there's an instant attraction, right? And and so it has nothing to do with it. It has to do with a lot of it has to do with And we have been doing the show for a while. We could kind of come up with the, uh, the idea that it's about confidence. If you walk in there and you have confidence in yourself, I think that automatically radiates a certain level of attractability. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I even wrote a blog once on um, how to show men what they should do if they're like shy to meet women, um, things that women look for in a man, um, how they hold themselves, how they ask you out on a date, how they dress, um, mannerisms, all those things to help become more attractive to the kind of woman you want to attract because every woman is different. And um you have to figure out, like, again, it's all of an inner thing. You have to figure out what you really want and what you're willing to do for it. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, I have learned, unfortunately, through some hard times, and I mean that literally, uh, that sometimes it's where you meet someone. And I try to be open-minded and non-judgmental. But at the same time, reality check is that if you are in, you know, some ho-bunk location where you're not really getting the upper level of society in the facility where you're out trying to mingle, then you cannot always expect that that individual that you hook up with is really going to be what they say they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Victoria, if people want to get a hold of you, maybe they have some questions about their relationships. They want to know more about uh, what you've been writing about in your blog for the last few years and your social media. Can you tell folks how to connect with you? Okay. Um, you can find me on justvictoria.net. Um, I'm also a blogger for the Orlando Sentinel, so you could find me at Misadventures of Victoria Wannabe Beckham. And Facebook is Misadventures of Victoria Wannabe Beckham. 
That's great. Uh, Victoria, thanks so much for being on Living Sexy tonight. We hope to have you in the studio soon. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys. All right, bye. Bye, girl. Good luck with your new relationship. Yeah, we want to hear all about it, you know, when the the big wedding is going to be. No, no, we want to hear about it before. (laughs) Take notes. Take notes. (laughs) No, no, I want want to have an update on this in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm thinking we're going to have a new blog about just Victoria and her new man. Oh. Yeah, sexy. Sexy, sexy. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see ya. Okay, that's uh, Victoria. Nice to her to be on Living Sexy Radio. Living Sexy Radio is at livingsexyradio.com. 1.6 million people last month tuned into Living Sexy Worldwide, 166 countries. Also happy to be on 1490 WWPR. Want to thank our friends at premiercouples.net. Premiercouples.net, the largest adult superstore in the central florida area and you can check them out and you can order worldwide that means that when you go to premiercouples.net the world of sexy is yours i want to thank our uh, friend uh, the beautiful dante dante has been taking wonderful care of us as she's with living young click the big blue butterfly on livingsexyradio.com it'll be transported into a world of musculature I have muscles that I didn't even realize because they were buried under a little bit of uh, of uh, juiciness. My muscles been popping up all over the place every morning, sometimes in the afternoon, middle of the night it'll be popping. It's it's amazing what's been happening to my muscle since I've been on this program. My muscle is at full attention with the beautiful ladies here tonight. What I'm saying is I'm talking I'm talking about my brain. That's that's the muscle I oh. use. Oh, I always heard it was a boner. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. I've been a NASCAR fan for years. I have spent hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on merchandise. I love rooting for my favorite driver, but let's face it, jerseys change every year. Sponsors change every year. This is an expensive undertaking to get your merchandise and go root for your favorite race car driver. And, you know, I know the men in my life want the official NASCAR merchandise. However, wouldn't it be great if you could get the most popular NASCAR and driver products for up to 70% off? And I was just wearing my Richard Petty stuff and... uh you know, just kind of hiding in the up in the upper stands. So I think really what you should do instead is save 70% off. Go to onmc.com forward slash living and you will save big. Wouldn't it be nice to get everything for 70% off? 70% off? How do you do that? Well, you become a member. Go to www.onmc.com slash living or livingsexyradio.com for more information on how you can save big. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. Living Sexy Radio is at LivingSexyRadio.com, 1490 WPR. Soon to be on a radio. Wait a minute, what was that? That's the way we say it on the island, baby. A lot of W's in it. That's the Dub Dub song. There are a lot of friggin' W's in those call letters. It's two out of four. That's a lot, yeah. Keith Kong, it's time for... uh, Living Sexy Live presents Kong Versation. 
with mentalist and attraction specialist Keith Kong. Getting answers to the sexy questions only he dares to ask. Mm-hmm. Keith Kong, there's a man. This is a man that cannot be stopped. He's a mentalist. He gets the answers. He has the best damn intro. I don't have an intro like that, and I'm friggin' Blackjack. <laughs> Keith, how are you, Matt? I'm doing great. We got Jonathan, Stan, and David, uh, a little continuation of a conversation that we had uh, last week. We wanted to hear a little bit more from these guys because we don't often get three guys answering questions in a conversation. Right. It's usually a, a nice mix-up, a good amount of girls versus guys. But today we're going to be hearing about their first orgasms or climaxes. And it's going to be interesting because some happen when they were single and others maybe when they were not. Do you remember your first orgasm ever? <sighs> I had to answer that. Damn it. <sighs> yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Describe it. What, what happened? Really? Seriously, dude? I don't know. Freaking out. You want to you know what happened? Really? You want to? You, you uh. Uh. Damn. Oh, it was. Do I really have to? Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. I don't have to do it. Yeah? Okay. I was a kid. I didn't really know what was going on. Um, I kind of stumbled upon something that was in somebody else's room. And it was it was a video that was going on. I was curious. So I popped it in. And curiosity, it got to me. It was, it was weird. I, I got dizzy for a second. I didn't fall. But I was like, whoa, what just happened here? And I uh, made up a lie to cover up the story to tell my family. So, yeah, that's about it. That's pretty good. Keith, um, what do you make of that guy? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Stan? Yeah. Yeah, do I have to? Do I have do to? Do I have to, yeah. Yeah. Aww. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I try not to force anybody to answer, but... I will push them. I do want yeah. the best answers I can get. Yeah, and so were these guys pretty um, pretty open as far as talking about these stories? Because I'll bet you they've never told this to anybody else ever, right? You were the first person probably ever. Right, and I think that's what's so great about it is these people have these secrets and they don't tell them to anybody. And when someone comes and asks and they finally have the opportunity to let this stuff out, they need to do it. I have to ask you. I, I, I honestly believe this and share. You use your mentalist talents to get this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I can influence them to do something to to get as much as I can out of them, then I'll do that. I think your mentalism is wearing off on me. And here's why. <laughs> I was interviewing a girl for a sales position with Living Sexy. I was not trying to be a mentalist. I was not trying to be mentalistic in any way. Was not giving off any of that stuff. And she proceeded to tell me. I think I was just talking about Living Sexy, the radio show, right? And she proceeded to tell me 
that she had a threesome when she was younger. And she said she had never told anyone about that threesome. And this is the very first time I met her. So I don't know, man. You must be rubbing off on me or something. Well, how do you explain how that? How does that come up in a job interview? Uh, well, when you're interviewing to be a sales manager for Living Sexy, that some bitch is going to come up. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about shoe sizes or anything, right? We're not going to talk about the latest Cadillac CT6 or something. I, I've noticed that when you talk about sex or something like that, everyone kind of gets into it and the conversation spreads. So, for instance, I was just having a conversation with three other people and it was a random conversation and it turned towards pubic hair and how (laughs) whether you shave completely or a landing strip or whatever you do and we were joking about it and and pictures and stuff and today i got a picture on snapchat and it's of this girl um and we were all joking about that and her pubes and stuff like that and how they looked and then i get this picture yeah, well, don't joke about it because I got waxed today. Okay. So we don't want to talk about the whole thing because I'm still, you know, feeling the effects of the warmth and the excitement. So, wait it. a minute. Wait a minute here. Hold on. This is called the surreal world of living sexy. You got waxed today. Yes. And tonight, your waxer is here yes. in the studio. Yeah, she was laughing when she was waxing me today because, uh, uh, you know, she got to do my entire back, my entire butt, and my entire genital area. And that's always fun for her. I know she likes torturing me uh, to a great degree. Well, we all like so, doing that yeah. trick. I mean, that's just plain fun, you know, and it's, and it's good for the kids. But there's something on the cheeks of the butt. I don't know, something about that that's just uh, when they get, get and you pull it off of there, there's something that just happens. You know, the funny thing about you is you're, sh- you're shearing yourself like a sheep. But yet you keep your big hairy chest about as hairy as it could well, get. Of you don't you even have a hairy chest. I'm Italian. You, you don't. Can't. But you don't even trim that stuff. No, of a bitch. God, no, no, but no. But everything else is shorn. Why? Well, because I'm Italian. Is that an Italian thing, just to shear no. everything else but except the chest? Italians have a lot of hair everywhere, okay? I hate the Italian guy in the pool with the hair floats up. Let me tell you, guys that are ru- let me yeah. tell you, guys that are Russian and Cornish like me, we're hairy bastards. I, 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 but I will have a hair competition with you sometime, if you wish. Well, we, I, you would have to give me proper uh, amount of time to grow the hair so that I could be in proper form to uh, compete with you. Because right now... I mean, it ain't a lot of hair. So no, how do you, you get rid of yours? You're, you, what do you you trim your chest hair? Of course, I manscape, oh. but I don't shear with wax and you know. I mean, I keep everything nice and trim and even. You know, I Guys, just know. What yeah. do you cut it with? Thank you. This is my point exactly. You start talking about something <laughs> sex related, and then it just spreads. What and the hell just happened? <laughs> it's like the woman at the pool. This show pulls, just went off the rails. Oh, what no. She pulls her bra off. She wants to get her. Her breasts tan. She wants that full, all-over top tan. And then a couple minutes later, girl laying on the, you know, on the chair nearby, all of a sudden pulls her her top off. Now you got four headlights staring at you, and soon it just—it's like a virus. You know, I was in Key West, and I had just had my second child, and I was still nursing him. But it was like my first getaway after having the kid. And we're talking like less than two months after delivery. And so we get to this one area outside of the bar where we were having a really great time because it was a the, um, the saloon 
from like Montana in like the 17 or 1800s, okay, it was the backdrop to this bar. And it was just incredible. And you would go through this one door to the beach area and it, everyone was topless. It was, you know, clothing optional on the top part of your body. And so there were already some ladies out there, you know, completely done. And I'm like, you know, 42 triple quadruple D full of milk. All right. And I walk out there and it was like, my ex-husband almost had like beacon shining down on those tatas. They were interesting. And I had a great time and it was felt really good to get the warmth too. Dr. Uh, Ken is in studio. He's going to be talking with us in just a... Speaking of warmth. Just yeah, a couple minutes. And big tatas. Oh, wait. No, I that's mean, not you. <laughs> all I know is I can't add anything to that. Oh, that's about sorry. it. All right. It was great. Uh, we're talking about uh, pubic hair and why are you still single tonight on Living Sexy Radio. Uh, we're having a lot of good times. We invite you to get involved. To give us a call. 866-GET-SEXY. Tell us your pubic hair story or... Something way better. You've been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.